My name is Frank from the band Cryptosis. We are from the Netherlands, and you're listening to a Brutally Delicious Podcast. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about cryptosis. Cool. Um, first time on the boat. Second, uh, as cryptosis, yes, yeah. first time. Uh, but in the past, we were a different band uh, called Distillator, and we played here in 2016. Okay, so first time as cryptosis. Yes. What's been the uh, response so far? Yeah, really good. Uh, actually, uh, like uh, I told you, we played uh, very late at night, uh, but uh, the crowd was uh, really, really good. And tur- turnout was uh, more than I expected. Uh, this uh, were people banging their heads and, and yeah, going to yeah, town even yeah, that late. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Is that the yeah. is that the latest show you've ever played? In my whole life, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, what's been the response to the record? Because I know we talked a few months ago. Yeah. Um, what's been the response to the record? Uh, really, really good. Uh, uh, a lot better than I expected. Um, um, we have been writing it, you know, like we've been really into the the whole process. So we, you know, we were too too focused, uh, right. and then it came out, and we were like, let's see what happens. And uh, we, we we went in blank, you know, and right. it was like, whoa. I know the circle that I run in, you know, at least in the metal world. The response has been really good. There's yeah, definitely a buzz yeah, about yeah, cryptosis. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel uh, a certain worry about that, like not living up to the the hype? I don't know. It's just uh, music that we that we feel and that we that we write. And you know, if people like it, that's good. And if they don't like it, right. you know, as long as we have have fun and you know we make the music and uh, and try to release the deficiencies that we have about the music and lyrics and it's course, very that's, that's it's good. very themed too right isn't it yeah. sort of like a dystopian George Orwell sort of kind of thing yeah it's a, it's a futuristic story uh, yeah do you uh, I know you can't do it here because of the uh, logistics but are you guys doing a, a show theme like that is it a visual as yeah well? we have the whole uh, the whole concert is uh, synced to videos so whenever there's like a cue or accent or whatever it just the, the the video is just 100% in sync with the uh, with the sound. So it's uh, uh, like um, two weeks ago we played in the Netherlands mm-hmm. and we had like eight meters wide uh, LED wall in the back and that was really uh, insane. And nice. Also, people after the show told us like, wow, that was like something else. So that's great. That's that's something that we envisioned like a long time ago. Right. So so when you're writing your songs, then are you writing songs with that whole that goal in mind, in mind yeah, like yeah, the whole yeah. final picture? Yeah, when we wrote Bionic Swan, we just um, we fishing like this. Ha- you know, it has to look like this, and it, this should be the the stage uh, and the the right. thing that we're trying to achieve. And let's try to make it work uh, technically. And then we also thought like, okay, so we have this uh, possibility to do it. Um, how can we support this with music? And and we're writing a new album right now, and we even more. Um, detail in, in this. So is it like writing fiction and then putting it to music? Uh, yeah, probably. Are you writing these songs like for how they're going to come across? I know you're writing with the theme in mind, but are you writing songs like this is a good part for a crowd participation or a breakdown no, or, no. or whatever? 
No, we're writing uh, more on uh, atmosphere. So, for example, we have a certain atmosphere, and then you know, like we we have a, a lot of uh, I, I have a lot of small texts, and then you know, um, for example, we have a piece of music, and then I just browse this document that I have, and say I'm thinking, okay, so this title maybe fit to this uh, particular atmosphere, or and that's the the way we build the songs and. Uh, also the cues and the accents and everything that's in the music it's already thought of like how right. can we make the most uh, in impressive visuals with this right um, it, with that in mind yeah what do you guys have planned after the uh, the boat uh, we play in our hometown um, February 11th with Sinister also from Netherlands oh nice that is going to be a nice show with uh, Mortal Torment from Greek I think it's gonna be cool, uh, and we have a few other shows this summer in festival in Czech Republic. Uh, we got just today asked for a very big European festival. Oh, uh, nice! That I cannot disclose no, that's so fine. far. <laughs> right. Uh, but um, yeah, we we really want to focus on the songwriting uh, this year because we've just come back from six week European tour with uh, Vector. Mm -hmm. uh, that was quite intense. I mean so many shows um, what's it like being back on the road after all that pandemic break yeah weird is it weird yeah, yeah. you guys uh, was it worrisome or was it just it just felt a bit uh, uncomfortable you know like being around so many people and you just like so is that always like in the back of your head just being afraid you know like maybe I get sick and right. you know we have to stop the tour or whatever and you know like a lot of people lose money because of this so yeah, there's a, a lot bit of careful. pieces in the puzzle right yeah so I imagine when when you're doing that, that and when you take that into consideration, does it affect the performances at all? Or not really. Uh, no, no. But if you were there, you know, it just like nobody yeah, would know any it, different, you know? <laughs> right? Um, working on new material. Yeah, uh, yeah. High speed. High speed and work on new material. Yeah. You guys work on it when you're on the road, or is it mostly? No, no. We can't focus uh, when we're on the road. We just uh, whenever uh, we uh, um, wrote uh, Bionic Swarm in 2019 and 18 already. Really? So, so it didn't come out till 21, though, right? We had to wait because Centromedia wanted to, to release it, uh, but they only had like time slots available like a year after we. Oh, got that in, I didn't. In contact even, with I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah. So we were already working on new stuff, even though we even didn't have a new name for the band, and you know, like we didn't release any single. We already started working on new material. So the material was done, and you had to sit on it for two years. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's gotta suck. Yeah, we were really excited, you know, like we showed it to a lot of friends, like check this out, uh, new stuff, uh, but we couldn't post anything right. online about it. Uh, so you can't post anything online. Can you play them live? The whole album. No, could you play songs from the album no, live? No, we, that, we, you we couldn't do anything for two years. Yeah. Oh my god! Even though we shot a video clip and we have like these kick drums with a logo on it, uh, and we took them off, put new ones on, took the video, then we put the old ones with the old logo on and took a photo for like, hey guys, we're shooting a new video because wow. we couldn't uh, say anything about it. Um, wow. Yeah. That, that, that was hard, you know. I like, imagine that's uh, ridiculously yeah, hard. Yeah. Yeah. But in that whole period of time, then you're just writing and continuing to move on. Yeah, and, but it also was so much work, you know, like we have this registered company to have everything with uh, taxes and merchandise and stuff like that right. going on. So we had to change that uh, at a law firm. You had to do a new oh, logo, because of the a name new change. website. We do have to do everything, right. you know, like if you're starting a new band. So we were like super, super busy in the pandemic with all this kind of stuff. Like we didn't play much. 
uh, it was just like you know like doing all this you know business kind of right. stuff um, all the behind the scenes stuff man, yeah and we had the album and we really wanted to you know play it and show it to people and was it a difficult decision to make the um the name change were you worried about branding uh, no, uh, branding is my uh, work next to making music. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Yeah, so. Oh, so you got it built in. Yeah, um, but it was uh, it was exciting, and we were talking about it already for a long time, like two years or so. And you know, then we sent out the material uh, without a name, so we we sent it to a manager, and he just you know contacted some of his uh, contacts with it. And then Central Media got along, and then we thought, like, okay, now is the time to do it, you know? Right. If they weren't going with us, then maybe we should, you know, like, right. it was too much work to to launch the uh, a new name. Oh, you know? yeah. So, you know, we felt like these, these guys have, like, super big promo power. Uh, I do and, a lot of work with, yeah, with yeah. Uh, Century Media. Yeah, yeah, they definitely have promo power. So we, you know, took the gamble, and, you know, in hindsight, uh, I, I'm looking back at the name Distillate, and, you know, Sounds a bit silly now, you know. Uh, so I, I think we are very happy with right. uh, with the. Change. So the next record, Century, as well. Uh, can talk about it. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> so last question then: When you guys, you guys are super technical. Um, okay. Do you have trouble replicating some of the stuff you do in the studio no. live? No, I, I and I, I also don't think we're like super technical, to be honest. I mean, I don't know. What's technical? I mean, if you listen to bands like Obscura, like they are like way higher level of technicality. I think, um, okay, like Cynic, you know, I, I saw them here on the I did see Cynic yesterday, yeah. And I think, like, yeah, this is technical stuff. What we do is maybe a little bit more advanced than a metal, or regular right, metal than your regular metal, metal stuff, yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 So no troubles translating stuff into the no, and we just rehearse a lot and uh, yeah. Alright, fair I enough. So, yeah. um, so after this, then you're just gonna. You said you got some local shows and go from there. Yes, and some festivals, European festivals right, summer, uh, in the summer. The summer run, uh, right. But we really want to focus on, uh, yeah, on writing something that's equally good as uh, Bionic Swarm, maybe better. Better, yeah. And the uh, themes gonna stay the same, dystopian sort of stuff, or uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know yet. Uh, it always Has it uh, comes, come to uh, you? you know, like uh, I, of course I'm thinking about it, um, right. but um, it's uh, always in the last uh, phase, you know, like when we have the music ready. Then we start thinking about, uh, you know, I, I have, like I said, I have the document. I put a lot of stuff in in it uh, during the years. Just and thoughts that come to your head. And Lawrence and me are just gonna browse it and say like, yeah, this might be a cool fit for a song, or you know, maybe we can tweak this a little bit, or this is a cool title. Um, right. And you know, we just, uh, you know, uh, um, re remove a, a lot of stuff from this list. Yeah. And then we have like a basic to, to uh, yeah, to write new lyrics um, with this one. All right. Perfect. That's my cue. I hope that wasn't too bad. You can edit some. Oh, I can edit. No, I said I hope that wasn't too bad, though. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. 
So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. <laughs>